Shut up and sit down. Hey everybody, and welcome to Nerd Explaining Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Da Silva. With me, as always, is my co-host, Jose Romero. What's going on, brother? Dude, I am doing very well. Uh, how, are you, how are you doing this week? I know you're a little all over the place. I'm all over the place. Family's in town, and that could be a blessing and a curse. <laughs> the spider all in one. Your family, yeah. is, your family is a spider bite. With this great power blessing. comes great responsibility. I was going to work. This is my blessing. This is my curse. Who am I? I'm Jose Romero. Uh, so, as it is with family, it's tiring running around, etc. Et oh, There's I, always time. I get it, man. Listen, for my, nurse planning. My, 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 my in-laws were in town uh, this past week and a half. So, uh, it was really weird because I record... In the guest room, which is also the, it's the guest room, so that's where they were staying. So it was a very weird time when I had to tell my my parents-in-law, uh, "Hey, can you get the fuck out? Because uh, I got to talk about your shit for an hour." <laughs> so no, I understand. There's over always family. time for nurse playing, and we're here <laughs> for you guys. Time. We we love we love talking to you. We love the feedback we've been getting. I really appreciate it. And uh, you know we have we we were so focused on last week's Mortal Kombat and Falcon Winter Soldier episode six that we didn't get to do a lot of the news that had come out of the week, and we promised we were going to recap a bunch of stuff, and we're going to do that for you now. And what's weird is some of the stuff we talked about two weeks ago have come back in the news with more information, more clarity. And so we're going to give our two cents on that as well. So, Jose, uh, with this premiere episode of Nerdy News Nuggets, why don't you kick it off? Yes, Nerdy News Nuggets, and we're all going to go back to so many stories and add a little fries to those nuggets we had before. That being said, let's start with the big one here because we had talked about this, I don't know if it was a couple weeks ago, but it was sometime recently, where it was reported that Michael Keaton was potentially not able going to participate or at least film for The Flash right. for DC. Because he was scared of the coronavirus. Cool. Exactly. Right, yeah, right. that was. I guess that was the reason he gave and all this other stuff. But it's been confirmed that he indeed is going to come back to reprise his glorious role as Bruce Wayne slash Batman, of course, from 1989, Tim Burton's version. Oh. So that's confirmed he's there. They are going to film. He they are, Obviously, they already started production. Actually, um Recently, they, they put out a picture of the old uh, Wayne Manor from... Which, uh, yeah, honestly, uh, has been the best-looking Wayne Manor ever. It, it's really cool, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's more probably, I would say more close to the comics, I guess, as far as what we've seen from the movies. Anyway. Yeah. Um, it, it, it just has more of an iconic... Like When you look at it, you're like, wow, that looks like... Even though someone told me that the castle, or the, the manor from Batman, was also the same manor in X-Men. Is that true? I'm not really sure. Maybe oh, that... And manners confused. I think I think someone made it re- realize that the manor in 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 X Men was also another manor for somewhere else. I don't know if it's a Batman, but I'm getting confused. But I'm glad I got it back. I love seeing the photo of it. It re- got reminded me of like I got to see Batman Michael Keaton in 1989 in the theaters. That was like my first big mm-hmm. superhero movie. And so like I, di- I didn't get to see Superman uh, one or two or three or four. Thank God. <laughs> I unfortunately did say four. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. I saw, it, I saw, it, but it was on VHS. I didn't see it. On, no, I think it's, on I, th- big I thought I saw it on a big screen. Unfortunately, but that, yeah, that, that was. But I, I, but I always remember is because uh, my dad took me to go watch Cobra with him when it was Sylvester Stallone, <laughs> and I was awesome like, Cobra. I'm like, what is this? And, and then to make it up to me, my dad's like, I'll take you to go see Batman. 
So oh, well, there you we go. saw Batman, and I remember it being like, "Oh my god, this is so dark!" And it's a, it's almost like quaint now compared to some of those. So like compared to like, uh, oh, like Heath Ledger it's, Joker. Yeah, it's so campy now. Oh. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it's, it's still, great. <laughs> it's still great. It's so and it's I, great. And, it's and great. I, I love the fact that that they they close the deal because you know we're talking about like no other Batman could have been pulled in to cover the Michael Keaton slot to give it the same kind of heft that it would need right. to make the exactly. show. Right. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. So I'm glad. They would have stick with that plan because who knows what would they would have done if, if he moved. The, who obviously we haven't seen the script. We know what's going on, but I'm sure it had some kind of effect on. The, it would have a big effect, and that was a big selling point. We talked sure, about it. it's like, absolutely. do we want to see Michael Keaton? Yeah. Who doesn't? The He's only, awesome. So the only other option would be to de-age Val Kilmer and and V A R and and D R D R A. His uh, no, was it the digital audio? Was it the, uh, the code for when they? Um, oh, oh man! Like yeah, the, for the audio. The, the, the yeah, post. to overlap the audio from like, yeah. from like all his other movies to make the sentences work. <laughs> so it'd have been a little bit of the Saint, a little bit of like uh, uh, Young Geniuses, uh, a little bit of like original Batman Returns. Like it'd have been a bunch of weird things <laughs> coming out there. So I'm glad they got Michael Keaton. That's oh, yeah, ADR. So it's ADR. That's the AD, thank you. ADR. Yes, yeah, correct. It's driving me crazy. Correct. Yes, so correct. They would have ADR the lines. Yeah, so. And well, it would need a little more de aging on Valcomer. Oh, a little, little bit of de aging, uh, maybe some spanks. Uh, yeah, a little a body tuck double. here and there. Uh, you know, they would kind of have to do the, the 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 Mark Hamill at the end of season two of Mandalorian. <laughs> We're like, is that Valcomer? Yeah. <laughs> that was the only way. For that, you just must just you know what, just do a full look, full look, and uh, on, on the end of Mandalorian season two. Oh just man, give, give us a full Valcomer. CGI because that's the only way. That, can we make that the official industry term? Oh man, they made they went full Luke on that guy. They went full Luke, <laughs> just just look him up. Just <laughs> see how Val Kilmer got looked. I saw oh. that. It looked pretty good. Um, so you know, may, may, maybe they can use that in in relationships where one person is lying to another person. Like he full looked me for a whole year. <laughs> That's what you do, like you know, when you go on a first date and you, you present yourself who is not you, yeah. a different version of you, and then oh, ten weeks later, you're you know, you're the guy who really are. This son of a bitch you, fool looked me. He got he looked me. He was so nice in this first date. I don't understand. Uh, so. Oh, that's great. Perfect. Let me just create a new term. So Hashtag fool Luke. <laughs> We're using it's ours, <laughs> uh, so so that news, good news, great. For, I think it's good news for everyone, and I think it's gonna make the flash movie better, or hopefully anyway. Yeah. Um, the second one, this is another one we're circling back on because I know we talked about, um, particularly when with Netflix when they made oh, a yeah. deal with 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 Sony, a, a huge deal, and they're gonna have you know first to ride a fusion on any new Sony. Uh, straight to streaming movies and, and a lot of people thought that that was going to be that was sort of like bad blood between disney and sony now because you know that's I mean, what we thought yeah yeah because all the marvel properties which mainly consists of spider-man anyway right. i was spider-verse and you know the anything in that universe with uh, venom and morbius etc and so they were going to get the first run on streaming after releases in theaters and vod and all that so it was right. like a five-year deal well, apparently, you know, Sony just Sony's—they know what they're doing uh, to, for, to, to some degree because they turned around and made a deal with Disney after oh. the fact, which allows them Disney now to stream said Marvel property after its run on Netflix. So that, it may take longer, but at least it comes back yeah, under the Disney. Plus I mean, the, and put, to put it in layman's terms, usually when a movie co- gets out of theaters, it goes to cable, and then after cable, it goes into regular TV. That's how it usually used to work. Uh, so they yeah, pay one the, tier yeah. and a pay two tier. That's what they call pay one is, is cable, mm-hmm. pay two is regular TV. What Sony did is, and I think at, in retrospect, Paramount is probably kicking themselves in the ass because what Sony did was 
brilliant. Is like instead of doing pay one cable, let's do pay one Netflix. So yeah. the run that it would take on cable, it now runs on Netflix. And then instead of putting it to regular TV, drop everything into Disney Plus. And I was like, dude, that is some jujitsu level business making on the highest level. You get to have your cake and eat it too. It really is. And, and, this, and this, I think the deals combined, I heard upwards over $3 billion. Like, Easy. You know, the math is not, you know, that may release the exact numbers, right. but that's the projection. So it's a huge number for them, particularly since they don't have any streaming service available to yeah. them pr- pr- and, primarily. So and now they don't need to. They don't need to. Like, look, they don't. You know, like Param- <laughs> Paramount's right. numbers are horrible. And, App- and Apple's barely there. But like Paramount's course, numbers yeah. are hard. HBO is struggling. Like the two big contenders are Netflix and Disney Plus at this point. That's your that's your juggernaut. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I will say that. I'll, Amazon Prime, I guess. Amazon is, Prime is, is there. Is it, I think Amazon Prime is actually doing better than HBO Max from what I heard. Probably, yeah. I mean, so HBO Max is doing fine for, it was not okay, but obviously in comparison to the other ones, obviously it's like behind right right um but yeah i mean i can see other studios like paramount or universal with peacock i'm not sure i'm, I'm not sure how well peacock is doing to be honest with right. you but i could see him saying well listen why if it's not going to succeed in the streaming wars then you know what let's do us only they will cut deals and license our stuff like they it's do and move. make billion two billion three whatever without investing in the infrastructure for a streaming exactly service. Yeah. it's very expensive i mean oh, they're yeah. all they are they're all, all in now so they're gonna have to ride this to the yeah. end yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. obviously yeah they got the correct course and <laughs> right yeah. they'll figure it out or whatever at the end of the day and i said this years ago some of these companies just should have partnered up with netflix from the beginning it just made more sense what if peacock and paramount joined forces and called the pp network <laughs> 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 and their and their slogan is piss your money away <laughs> We're here for you. <laughs> Let us look you. Um, <laughs> you guys are going full look. <laughs> <laughs> We're bringing it back. They pretended to be a streaming service and they failed. They full look. failed. We <laughs> <laughs> all got looked in this deal. Uh, so, but it's, big, it's, a, it's a big deal. It's, it's a yeah. lot of money. And kudos to Sony, Sony man. Listen, we, we, we can't, if you can't beat them, join them kind of deal. No. They weren't, you know, if they released their own platform, it was not going to succeed. Right? No, it's it, not. Not to the level that they're doing now. Nowhere near. Guaranteed so you know what? money? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Take the $3 billion. It's then, the, yeah. they, they literally spent zero money making $3 billion. Right. That's exactly what of they course. did. And, 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 and all the movies are going to make anyway. They're going to go to theater. They're going to make their money there. If that's good. I and just wish it. that the people running Sony were were had the same... We're, we're also making the movies because 90% of Sony movies are hot garbage. Oh. But the guys running the studio, holy crap. No, These are the, the guys. Yeah, from a business standpoint, yeah. that, that's a huge home run. Hell yeah. The rest, well, well, well I guess more, I mean, they, they partnered with Marvel. I mean, I, I don't know who made that decision, but obviously another good move because it makes them Spider-Man better and they make oh, yeah. the money. Everybody wins. A win-win for both for both studios. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Good for them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, listen, you, 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 got, you got like the, that Spider-Man universe they're working on They'll mine it for a little bit, and they realize. I mean, Sony was in a situation where they, when they got a little taste of like, if Spider Man is not associated with Marvel, fuck Sony. And so there was that there was that it was a huge resentment towards Sony when that deal looked like it was going to go sideways in, in the beginning of like 2019, if you remember. Right. Yeah. 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 The initial deal went round. Exactly. Ran, ran and, out, and, and, and the and and the fan turn on the Sony Spider Man universe was palpable. Like people were like, "I'm not going to see the movie. Like I'll watch it when it comes out of streaming, but I'm going to make sure it bombs in theaters, so they'll lose a big bulk of their money." And it was like almost like a 
uh, unspoken strategy by the fans. We're going to help Marvel. They, they all say that, but at the end of the day, their asses would have been in theaters so? like I would, the rest I would, of us. I would, guaranteed. I would have waited for streaming to watch a Spider-Man movie. If I, if I knew, like, listen. So, let's assume the trade. Let's say the first trade dropped, right? And right. great. You weren't going to theaters to no, watch it? No, I wouldn't. Really? I wouldn't. Wow. I would. I would. Re- You'd be in a minority. I, th- I, I think maybe, or I would be the large minority. Like if we were thirty percent, that's still a thirty percent hit on their on their on their finances. I'll be surprised because again, we got to keep in mind is because we're all in this bubble, right? We talk right. geek stuff and sure. we love it. it's great. But I think numbers statistically speaking, the majority of the film goers, it's really casual fans, and they have no stake. They don't care, that's right? True. That's true. We do. I would say I think I, I saw something a couple of years back where the you know the geek culture whatever represents maybe ten percent of tickets, not a lot. Wow! In the grand scheme, okay. of I read that. Okay. Yeah, right. it may have grown a little bit, but it's not a, the the the, the huge majority is the casual just fan. regular fan. It okay. really is. So yeah, so like they're not as engrossed in all this and Marvel. They don't give a shit. They'll see a trailer for Spider Man. Like, hey, cool, I'm gonna go watch it. Right. Well, I will they, say this is that most regular fans. If, while they are become like so inundated on like the Marvel stuff, eventually they do slowly start becoming geeks because they when they see a movie they go I want to know what's what this guy's about and they turn into like oh, all no, that of, kind of shows. I agree, or, yeah, yeah. I think so, it's helped grow that this this our culture, whatever the case is. Absolutely. But yeah, but still, obviously, as far as film goes, the majority it could be twenty percent, whatever number you put, the majority is still be overwhelmingly sided with those okay, the casual fans, right. the casual movie fans, and the families. Yeah, hey, at the end of the day, that's it. Yeah, exactly. So I, ultimately, I don't think it would have made I would have made some noise, but. But the thing is that this minority is is the unsilent minority. <laughs> something goes wrong, they're on Twitter. Oh my God, this is the worst, and Star Wars, and oh my God, all the hate, and it just happens to be a small portion of the geeks, you know, speaking out. The casual fans don't give a shit. They really don't. Oh, well, yeah. um, right, there's yeah. a reason why even as bad as you know, Rise of Skywalker still made a billion dollars because people just don't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> the casual people, fans, some... yeah, they go watching. Okay, whatever. They don't like it. The geeks go watch it. They hate it, and they talk about it. Right, and then people who are casual go, oh yeah, that has a point <laughs> right like, exactly like, nah, but whatever right i mean this is how they are yeah. um but either way so exciting news as far as that goes cool. for disney and cool. sony great for sony so fantastic another story here we're going to circle back we talked about russell crow yes um the great russell crow russell crow and he was cast to be in you know thor love and thunder yeah and, but we oh, it was unknown as to what role the size of the role the size is still unknown but they finally released that he is going to be playing zeus if I'm not mistaken, that is that is true. They did release it. Now, did he release it, or did or did someone like leak it, or did he spoil it, kind of like Alfred Molina? I went no, he didn't Alfred Molina, but it was the trades released it. Ah, so, you know, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha, you. Some okay. some had inside source, but that was released. So that's been confirmed everywhere that he's going to be playing Zeus. It didn't come from he didn't he wasn't the one that spoiled it. Oh, okay. We still don't know what what capacity, how big the role is. Could be a cameo. Could be two two minutes. I don't, now, think it's, I, don't, I don't think it's a major role, be honest I gotta, with you. I got to ask the, 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 the nerd combo question, which is, like, if they're introducing Zeus, does that mean this is going to be a lead-in to introducing Marvel's Hercules? Because Marvel's Hercules is a legit character. He's an Avenger. Like, it's a, it's a real deal kind of guy. In fact, uh, uh, Hercules and Thor kind of have a, like, uh, a cousin rivalry. You know, like, you know, you're, if, you meet, mm. if you have a cousin who's, like, almost identical to you, so you're always kind of trying to see who's the best. That's that's how Thor and and and, and Hercules are, uh, so I I wonder if doing this is this sort of like the back way that they get introduced uh, Hercules into the Marvel universe. They can, I mean, they can go a lot of way. I mean, depending what how they're gonna proceed forward. I mean, Zeus itself, like what? I mean, he's not in the comics anyway. Obviously, he's not. We haven't seen this iteration of him in the film, but right. 
who is he? Like, is he I mean, like such a major character? I mean, he's not. He's, he's not from Asgard or anything like that. Right. Obviously, but so I mean, what, the, what they do in the Marvel universe is what, when they when they said that Thor is a god and the Norse gods are real. Uh, slowly, people are going, "Hey, what about the other gods?" And so Marvel had to start creating, uh, uh, either validating that all gods are real to an extent, or all gods are false and only the Asgardians are real. And it turns out they went the other way and made uh, all the Pathions are real so there are uh, the the greek gods the 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 uh the, the roman gods all uh, all gods uh, japanese lore gods all gods are real uh but they're they as people stopped believing in them they retreated back to their little like pocket dimensions where they were first sprung from so there is a mount olympus but it's like a pocket dimension there is an asgard but it's a planet and so there is so there's those kind of things and there's a rivalry between the asgardians and the Greek slash Roman gods, mostly Greek gods, this version of it. Uh, and so uh, they like uh, Zeus has fought against Odin. Like that's happened before in the Marvel universe. The Asgardians are a little bit stronger than the the Greek gods. So this, that could lead to a lot of things. Yeah. But I will say this: Russell Crowe is perfectly perfectly cast. Yeah. As Zeus, I mean, he has that that kind of kind of gravitas. I can see him. He's got his beard already. Makes it a little bit longer. That's great casting. I kind of I, really I, I kind of hope that they make Russell Crowe play a character he's never played, which is like a fun-loving, happy, maybe slightly debaucherous uh, Zeus. That's when Christian Bale's Gore, the God Butcher, shows up and straight up murks him and everyone else on Mount Olympus. If that's the cold open to the movie, holy crap, that's going to be amazing. <laughs> as long as they don't kill off Russell Crowe, I'll take no, no, they're sure. gonna. Kill us or crawl uh, They're absolutely going to do it. Like, I wouldn't. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I can see that. Obviously. Yeah. So, the, so they'll murk them. Uh, so this thing, with stay with Marvel. All right. Uh, Secret Invasion. Uh, which we talked a little bit about. Obviously, yes. that's been announced. It's coming probably sometime next year. Announced a casting, which uh, I can't say I'm too happy about. You probably will like it. You know, because I we're like the good good cop, bad cop. You're the good cop, and you know you're giving the, the you're interrogating someone. You're bringing Frappuccino them. Sure. You know, I just want to put them in jail. Yeah. So the casting was Amelia Clark, of course, of Game of Thrones fame. Yeah. You're I mean, not happy about this? this is... Listen, I, 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 she's great in Game of Thrones. She's great, right. right? But she sucks in every other thing she's done. Ah. And because... and all the movies she's done has not been good. And I will I will explain this. Uh, I feel like the best way to explain Amelia Clark's casting, they explain the benefits of a super soldier. They say if a super soldier is a supremacist and it corrupts everybody, and then, of course, they'll say, well, uh, Steve Rogers wasn't corrupted. And then Zemo goes, yes, but there's only been one Steve Rogers. So I feel like Amelia Clark is sort of like the Steve Rogers of her whole career. Uh, so she's <laughs> wow. good at Game of Thrones, but everything else she's horrible at because she hasn't done a Marvel movie yet. I feel like... Amelia Clark is the kind of person where if you know what you're getting her for, you know how to utilize her properly. And that's, <sighs> I feel that's the what also. What, what, I think she's just not talented enough. And, you know, really? she actually had one great role, which happens. We've seen that a lot when, you I know, mean, someone hits big on something and they do nothing else. Louis Gossett Jr. I get you it. Know? I understand. I, We've seen this I've seen, many times. I've seen right? all his movies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know how it goes. We know. So she, I, I'm leaning to, I mean, for now, I mean, listen, you could be agreeing this now. Crow, it's fine. I'm fine with that. But I, I can only go by the information of which what I have in front of me is that she sucks and everything else. But Game of Thrones. Here's the thing. I, I think despite the last two seasons, she was still fine in those last two seasons. I, Game of Thrones. You're being be very generous. <laughs> I think like her, her because she played Daenerys queen on Game of Thrones. I think because of that, they're also casting her to be the Scroll Queen for Secret Invasion. And 
if they are smart about it, they're going to basically just say, everything you did at Game of Thrones, but you're an alien who can shapeshift and do this. And take that, that level of experience that she has and utilize it for this one character. I think if you're smart about it, that's... Because remember when they hired, uh, what's his name, from Game of Thrones as well, who uh, who did uh, Ramsey, the, that psychopath, who like... Oh, right, he was in... Oh, He was God. in Inhumans, right? Oh. And, and they basically told them, like, you're going to be like Ramsey for the Inhumans, and that's how he sold them. But then he created a horrible series around him. He's like, I'm supposed to do what here with who? Like, it didn't make sense. Awful. Now that they are... I mean, say what you will about the missteps and the fact of the coronavirus pandemic workarounds that had to happen with... WandaVision and uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. They're going into Secret Invasion knowing all this, ready for all this, and still going to tell a story. So I think you're going to get exactly the story that we should have gotten without any of the unnecessary last-minute workarounds that they had to do with everything else. Oh, God. I just hope we don't... We, we get Daenerys' version, fine. But if we get Sarah Connor, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to lose it. Because um, she was awful. What is that movie? Uh, Genesis? Uh, Terminator oh, Genesis? Yeah, or Gen, yeah Genesis. Yeah, that, fuck are we going to call it? Listen, yeah. listen. Christian Bale did not have a good Terminator movie. She didn't have a good Terminator agree. movie. Like, like after Terminator but, but, 2... It's, but Christian Bale has given us a lot of great stuff. Yeah, oh yeah. Christian Bale's fantastic. <laughs> Aside from all uh, that. I'm right? just saying you can't... She hasn't you, given you shit. You can't bring up Terminator as an example. Like, look how bad... No. Everyone's terminated. After Judgment Day, it's all been bad. (laughs) She was in it, so she's got to take her lumps, right? Yeah, exactly. It is what it is. If it would have been great, she would have been praised. Oh, you want to play so, this genre game? Welcome to Oz, well, bitch. You know, like that's how it happened. Exactly. She did, st- you know, Han Solo. solo. Eh. Yeah, man. Uh, and even then, I thought she was pretty decent uh, in Solo. Like, like, uh, I, like I said, for uh, we've gone, we've talked about Solo. Solo is the Ant Man of the of the cinematic universe. You're being very generous for that, but maybe so. But it is, I, I consider the Ant-Man where it's fun, but it's not necessary. But you might be, if enough people pay attention to it, they might drop one key nugget of something interesting that happens to the universe itself, you know. So for, for every for every solo, there's eventually a Rogue One, and you have to work with both of those in that yes. kind of context. Solo to me is the Thor, the, the Thor the Dark World of the Star Wars universe. You know what? I think it's a little yeah. better than yeah, Thor the I'm Dark just... World. But a little lower than Ant Man, it lives in that gray zone between twos. But that, which is fair, I yeah, yeah, sure, I'll go with that. But what I'm, what I'm saying is, is that I think we're, you are going to be pleasantly surprised, and I think I will be pleasantly valued. I hope so. I hope so. Uh, I, like I don't want to fail. I'm just I can't expect what I've been getting. That's that's all. You know, it yeah. is what it is. I, um, I get it. <laughs> it's what it is. So moving on from that, I mean, there's some more. Um, actually, before we get some more Star Wars news, but all before right. we get to that, let's move over to. Warner Brothers, because obviously we talked about Godzilla versus Kong sure. a few weeks ago, which we were pretty much kind of close to. What we thought about the movie it was stupid, dumb. It, it was, was, fun, it, was right? it was so much way better than Mortal Kombat. It was it was the perfect dumb movie. You know what I mean? Like it's it was fun. It was entertaining. The nonsense didn't completely take away from the whole movie. Like you're like, all right, I get it. Let's get to the fight. And you got in. It was a great. It wasn't Mortal Kombat. You're like, that doesn't make any sense. Like the perfect dumb movie because you're dumb didn't take you out of the movie at any moment. It's just you're like, okay, cool, I'll buy it, and you move forward. So right. oh, don't yeah. buy it and move forward. Either way, you have to move forward. <laughs> but but um, so Adam Wingard, of course, the director of that movie, he, right. he's in talks to. He talks about the sequel, which obviously was inevitable. We all knew there's going to be a sequel to it. Is and it is it a direct sequel or just another Godzilla movie? Details <laughs> pending. They, uh-huh. they haven't. They have, like I said they've been. They just mentioned a follow up. They haven't really specified exactly what it, if there's another Kong versus Godzilla two or 
Kong, whatever, I don't know. Okay. But one of the things that was been thrown around and being developed, which developing means nothing, it just means a talking about right. a century, right? Someone brought anybody up out there who, yeah, the so meeting, people think yeah. development, people think, oh my God, it's being made. No, this no, no, right? No. But the, the worst thrown around, thrown around were Son of Kong, uh, which is ridiculous. Do you remember, do you remember? Oh my when, God. When we talked about Kong versus Godzilla, and we we're talking about when's the next movie and when's the when is it, the movies have gone too far? And I said, if they bring in Godzuki, it's gone too far. You're correct, sir. Someone heard me. He goes, I will. I hear your Godzuki, and I raise you a son of Kong. <laughs> son of a bitch did not think you were going to go that far that dumb that soon they, I mean t- I mean they're I mean it's a low bar let's be honest but this True. is jumping this is jumping the jumping the Kong if you will it's <laughs> it's I mean first of all I'm thinking about this all right so we got Kong right right I, I haven't seen in these movies any indication of any female version of a Kong from which they can be offspring also is this right a real, I right, right? I, I, no, you're absolutely right I don't, we, we went to the middle earth we went to, we, the, we went to yeah we yeah, went to the, the, the hollow origin earth. yeah the origin of this I beast. didn't see any of the monkeys. I saw lizards. Yes. I didn't see. I saw bats, bugs. flying. Yeah, bats or, or crabs, or dactyls, or whatever. Yeah, you want to call I didn't. Not another single lady monkey no, anywhere over the place. No, no, no. Yeah. And don't. I don't want to see this. He, he met some gorilla. You know, the San Francisco <laughs> zoo. So that's not gonna work. It's just not gonna work. So, yeah. oh, my, my girlfriend lives in Hollow Earth, Canada. Because <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, this idea just sounds bad from the beginning. Because sometimes you get an idea and it sounds bad. Be like, you know what? You can probably do this. I don't see any way they can make this really work. I, I will only watch this movie if the cold open is the, is the, is the consummation of the giant it, monkey sex. Yeah, they, 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 they conceive and they, when they finish, like a mountain range gets destroyed. Like, oh. I, like, and I'm like, you know what? I'm in. I, I will see this movie. Could you now. imagine? Well, Godzilla's like a man, a Miss Mayo, but I, I mean, King Kong. It's King Kong. It's son of but, Kong. But, but, but yeah. I'm saying, I think of King Kong uh, consummated with Godzilla, but I guess that. Oh, that would be. Oh, what kind of weird sort of chimera of garbage would that be? We're just like. Ugh. <laughs> it's like it's like trying to uh, picture like a platypus that had oh, sex God. with like a jackrabbit. It just sounds I mean, wrong. There's so much wrong with that. I, the whole premise. I mean, again, it's this is development for whatever it's worth. But if they actually decide to do that, it, the only way wow. I the only way I kind of I accept, got out of the words. I, the only way I would kind of accept it is based off the years that they had King Kong in in captivity. They were trying to like clone him. Oh so, God! So Don't go that it, route. I mean, listen. It's easier than monkey, giant monkey sex. So I don't even know. So I'm just saying, like, if we're, we're going to be honest here. Like, if you're not going to give me 15 minutes of like intense Ugh. monkey love in Hollow Earth to explain any of this, then you go cloning. You go, you go full Snoke. You, know, you go full uh, Snoke. You, go, you might as well. I mean, uh, you know, we're going to get full looked in this. Yeah, know, gonna, this gonna, what's gonna or we go to my original idea. You get the rock. <laughs> And you dress him up in like a, a Sasquatch outfit and you save all that CG money and he goes, Son of Kong! And it's The Rock. And like you said, he's the ketchup of movies. He makes I'll, everything go down I'll say it. this. This would be the... That would be a great swerve if that yeah. were the case. Oh my God. Epic. I like, would pay to watch that. Like, you, like even if the movie was bad, you would still slow clap at the end. Like, that was a bold move. That, that was a... No I, one thought. I, I, you know, I applaud the audacity. Now, the, you know what? Know. The bravado, the well, stones to put that on Just screen. between you and me, I think that might be the title of my next album. Eric Da Silva, I applaud the audacity. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Uh, 
<laughs> and speaking of other things that I thought were ridiculous, it's not really a new story, but this is going to lead into a Star Wars uh, conversation in a minute. Oh, but yeah. I saw that I was online, and you know, whatever, you're messing around, and you know, whatever. I think it was Facebook or Instagram. I don't know. I think it's called but, Pornhub, but okay. Uh, <laughs> that could have been it. That's where I saw Son of Kong. I knew it. Uh, so... <laughs> So there was uh, somebody posted a picture, I guess, and the Star Wars, and he put uh, five legends in front of you, some of that. Okay. And so look at the photo, and, and it has like five, you know, Star Wars actors all in a, in a room, you know, with the no high chair, you know, okay. very classy. Sure. And in the, within this five, they it was uh, Ian McDermott, of course, is uh, Edward Palpatine. Okay. I'll buy that as a sure. legend. I'm oh, yeah, fine with sure, that. Sure, sure. George Lucas, obviously. Obviously, you can't. Yeah. Uh, yeah Samuel Jackson, he's sure. a legend in and out of Star Wars. So yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Christopher Lee. He's a legend okay. in and out of okay. Star Wars. He's right. been, he's, you right. know, as far as the geek, geek culture, he is. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, like, see, you yeah. cannot have survived 60s and 70s genre w- without him. Like, just his horror stuff alone is amazing. He's spent, so, exactly. Yeah. And he obviously, Lord of the Rings. Lord he's of the Rings, yeah. Nice. Forget about it. Of yeah. course. So, yeah, he's a legend. The fifth person. I want you to try to guess who the fifth, quote unquote, legend was. Talk uh, about applauding Audacity, but yeah, go ahead. Uh, the, the girl who played Rose in the sequel trilogies. That would have been better. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong answer. <laughs> So this individual huh? had the audacity to put in a oh, Hayden Christensen. Wow. As a legend. Wow. Stop. Wow. Stop it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Come wow. On. You, you couldn't put Mark Hamill? Yeah, Mark Hamill. Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher. Oh, uh, what's the name of the dude? Chewy. Uh, Chewy, yeah. Anybody? Yeah, the dude who played C-3PO, who was in all the movies. All I mean, the movies. I mean, yeah. Totally. You could have put in Salacious Crumb. That's true. And I would have bought it more like, than hating Chris. Here's, here's, here's it. Maybe, maybe the, the Ewan McGregor Obi-Wan series changes it around. But for right now? No. Right exactly. now? Based on, based on <laughs> body of work? No, nope. he's no a, he's as far from legend as you get. He, he's up. To, he's with Rose. He's with Finn. Not Finn's fault, you know. But right. it, it is what it is. Um, Finn is a little higher because he, at least he, he was in maybe a little higher. He, and, little, well, he, he performed away. better. He performed better. Yes. Wait, wait. Well, oh, anyway, yeah. performed better. I'll, I'll rephrase. But yeah, t- oh come on. No, you can't have a legend. No, he's doing little no. Annie. You know, <laughs> put him in there. Keira Knightley in her two-minute role. Yeah, I mean, oh man. It's- <laughs> Even Oscar Isaac, which I know you have a tremendous uh, beef yes. on, would be better. Uh, than Uncle Hayden Isaac, yes, put he's better. I hate to say it, man. But he is. I I can't wait to talk about Moon Knight with you because this is going to be so much fun. Ah, uh, goddamn, Isaac. <laughs> but he is better Hayden Christensen. That that's you know I just I have to I have to get that out there. I saw that we have to talk about that. But either way, actually, you know what? Before Star Wars, there's something I, I'm going to let you take the lead because, you know, my beef with, you know, Oscar Isaac is, you know, him foregoing his Latin heritage, you know, to some degree. And in your Brazilian, Eric, of yes. course, proud Brazilian, you should be. As getting, well. getting some play here because there's the Wonder Woman. Let, yeah, let me let me get into you this because I got, I got yes. super excited about this. Now, first of yes. all, let me explain the plight of the Brazilian geek in this world, okay? <laughs> uh, we are constantly underrepresented because when you say there's not enough Brazilians in there and they'll say stuff like well there's Hispanics like Mexicans and like not Brazilian not the same <laughs> like there's 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 like South Americans from other places once again not Brazilian so for a long time my one claim to fame was Sunspot who was recently featured in the New Mutants movie I don't know if you got to see that on HBO Max which is once again I feel like we'll talk about underappreciated New Mutants is on HBO Max 
and nobody's talked about it. It's just... It's, you, oh, man. I, I'm not even going to go there, but go okay. ahead. So, that's a whole that third-minute conversation. The about fact the, that he said three movies. Brazilian words in it, I was like, ah, he said something. He's one of us. Look at this. <laughs> so I was very excited. But for a long time, that was my claim to fame for... Uh, for Once again, I feel like I'm dropping my the ball on my Brazilianness because that is one of the figures I've never collected. I've never bought a Sunspot figure. And I love that guy just because he's Brazilian. Never even invested in his toy. So I feel like I'm part of the problem. So you Oscar Isaac. I Oscar I, Isaac, my I whole mean, yeah. Uh, absolutely. It's disappointing. It's disappointing. Absolutely. I, gotta I get it. So, but here's the thing. Recently read there was a there was a, an initiative on DC Comics recently called Future State, which is way too complicated to get into about why they did this. But the basic premise of what they did was after their most recent massive multi-title company crossover thing that they did, they said, We're gonna give you like these little brief one shots or brief two part stories where it's going to be in the future some are going to be a year in the future some are going to be 10 years in the future but it's in the future and you know some might happen some might not but here's a sample of what could be in the in the dc universe going forward and one of the things that happened at the end of this big crossover which is called uh uh, uh dark knight's metal death metal is that wonder woman sacrifices herself to save the multiverse and she does and she basically ascends to like god status in the multiverse god status and she's on the, uh, the top tier echelon god now by saving the multiverse and so there's no wonder woman in the dc universe right now and one of the things they introduce is they introduce a new wonder woman and this new wonder woman is brazilian and to keep in the motif of being an amazon she's not amazonian from the greek legends she's amazonian from the Amazon in Brazil. The so heart of Brazil. The heart of Brazil. She's from there because they reveal that a small group of Amazonians from the Greek side went to explore the world of men after they got banished and they created a home camp in the Amazon rainforest. And then they got, they lost contact with the, with the, with the, uh, the island of the mascara. And so they just said, screw it, we'll just build our foundation here. And so that's the, there's like a mini camp, a mini continent, a mini country of Amazonians based out of the heart of the Amazon in Brazil. And they introduced this, this Wonder Woman. And what's great about it is that she is, very uh, modern in her understanding of what magic is and, and uh, her world around her. But the world around her is still magical because she's very, very modern and very young character. Either it's because of the way she perceives things or the way the way the world is now in magic in the modern world. It all seems very up to date. Like she makes it to like Limbo and Limbo is set up to be like the DMV on a multi-universal scale where everyone's waiting in lines trying to get to a thing so you can cross into the another dimension that kind of stuff the two issues they gave of her you kind of get an idea where she is hot tempered and uh she doesn't know what she's doing in terms of like she doesn't have answers for everything she's only been at this for a little bit and but she has a good heart she has good intentions it's almost like there's a comedy of deadpan where you're laughing at the ridiculous situation but she's taking it seriously because that's the way her world is built because she's dealing with magic in a modern context end of the story uh end of the day it's a super fun read i give it like a b plus not okay. great but enough where you're like i'm interested well apparently enough people felt like me or liked it more than me that they're releasing the amazonian rainforest wonder woman uh with the original creator of the character who did the two issue miniseries for her as an ongoing series and it's super exciting there was supposed to be there's rumors that the cw was actually going to do a tv show in conjunction with the series but they ended up pulling that back and they just want to focus on the series itself as a comic book series first i guess they want to make sure that there's a big enough following to the racist tell me about it 
This is exactly us down. down. Every time. But you know what? What do Latinos do? We, we get the job done. We show you that we're worth it in spite of the fact. So maybe we'll get a, instead of a CW Wonder Woman series, maybe we'll get an HBO Max Wonder, uh, HBO Max Wonder Woman series a la the Green Lantern Corps that they're doing on HBO Max as well. So I'm hoping that's it. Maybe we'll step up the game. We'll go right out of TV and straight onto streaming platform service because that's where the real money is now. Let's be it's it's going to get stuck in Univision at Telemundo for maybe, those who know what yeah, those channels are. If you don't know, that's fine. You, <laughs> listen, you're, you're missing out on a hot naked chicks teaching old men how to how to count but whatever it's fine that's exactly what it is but i'm hoping to get something good out of it i i just i i i i generally like the art is incredible the story was well put together i like the character i hope that that enough people give this book a chance to see what it could do and also to put a little shine on us brazilians man we're the biggest country in south america we are the canada of south america because everyone else in south america speaks spanish and we speak portuguese fuck you with your dirty language we speak the higher so in our in our, in our portuguese is even different than the portuguese you speak in portugal which is like the french canadian like we're the french canadians of south america so we're better is what i'm saying guys and i'm complete pride in my people and if anything i hope this series kind of not only shows you a little bit of brazilian culture and heritage but gives you another brazilian character that's worth the salt because sunspot's a great character even though i don't give him as much love as i should in fact i might buy his toy this weekend i don't know yet we'll figure there it you out. go dude. Come but, on, dude. but like you got, you got support you got i will support. support and i will support by buying uh her first appearance and and because you got to represent so i'm gonna i'm gonna do that i i you you've made me in in nerd explaining this title, you've also reconvinced me, Jose, that I should buy your first appearance and I should I should get a I should, I should get a, a sunspot figure, and that's what I'm going to do. You support the cause. That's all I'm saying. We, yeah. we can't complain about it if you no. don't support it. You're right, right? and I'm, I'm supporting yeah. it. So if you guys get a chance, pick up uh, either Future State, Wonder Woman 1 and 2, or the uh, new Wonder Woman ongoing that when it comes out. And I guarantee you, if you're not a fan of the story, you're going to be a fan of the art, and the character looks uh, looks visually super fun, and is great, like, over-the-top action, mythical creatures and monsters combined in, in a modern world context that are just so much fun to look at. you got to do it. All right, and let's and let's and with that we're, we're gonna stick with the comic book world here. Okay. Speaking of which, we got a final story here going back to Star Wars. Okay. Is this what I think you were going to say? Is this the thing we talked about? Is yeah, the, it is. Okay. This, 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 it is. Now, and, now, you know, be, oh, go ahead. I will say this: uh, you say it, it's in the comic book world, and that's true. Well, but but this is it's the Star Wars universe, and I it's what Star Wars always does, where they drop major lore in different medias and it's up to you to be aware of all of it because they assume you're going to be aware of all of it right because it forward. is canon it is canon it's, that's what i'm it's, saying it's, yeah it's canon it's so canon. That, that's established right so i'll let you jump into it obviously it just has to obviously deal with the, so, the question we've all been wondering what happened to luke's hand at the end of empire this after this is away. so uh, a little context on luke's hand so if you watch empire probably the greatest star wars movie of all time Obviously. Uh, funny side story. I uh, Someone pointed out to me in our episode of Star Wars, the very first episode of Nurse Blading we did with Peter Santa Maria, where we talked about Star Wars, none of us mentions Empire Strikes Back as their favorite. And I had to retell them is because 
because it's a given. Like, why would you say that? Like, if you that's, that's low hanging fruit. Yeah, if you told people what, what you needed, what you needed to live, you wouldn't say, "Well, oxygen." First of all, it's a given. You need <laughs> right. oxygen to breathe. Food, okay, yeah, yeah. I get it. Exactly. You know? but, we so know this. <laughs> empire is food and oxygen. It's a given. You can you right. can start from there, but you you can't even mention it. Doesn't mean it's not part of the of the overall greatness of things. So just be just be serious. So you know, Luke loses his hand. And, you know, the, where did the hand go? And then you, when you watch uh, A Force Awakens, you find Luke's lightsaber. But the question is, if they found a saber, where did his hand go? And even Mark Hamill said that in the original script, of, of which I believe was talking about, the original script of The Last Jedi, the movie was supposed to start with yeah. space, and you were going to see Luke's hand and his lightsaber floating in space, getting caught on the gravity of a planet, and then like shooting into the planet where the hand burns up, but the lightsaber survives, and that's how Maz Katano found the lightsaber. That was in script how the Force, how the Last Jedi was supposed to start. Exactly. So it was already in their minds in canon, as in it canon. were. Right. But they, they, just, they, they, they didn't follow through. They didn't follow through. So because yeah. they didn't follow through, that it, it remained in the background. Like, oh, we should address the Luke hand question and they finally did in darth vader number 11 uh written by a uh, greg pock uh which is one of the best incredible hulk writers you've ever read now greg pock is responsible for the world war hulk storyline uh he's responsible for the planet hulk storyline where he if you liked Th uh, hulk being a gladiator on another planet from thor ragnarok that is from the planet hulk storyline that is greg pock greg pock created a lot of fun characters he created scar which is the son of hulk with an alien woman he created the uh world war hulk storyline which is like if you're a hulk fan it is fantastic he did an overall i think it was like close to six or eight years of hulk and it they're at worst they're fun and at best they're great so if you are a fan of greg pock like just to let you know this isn't some sort of like guy who just did a filler issue like he knows what he's doing he's a great storyteller he knows what he's contributed to like lore and mythology and legacy of like different characters so in dark vader 11 that he's currently writing now he establishes that Luke's hand is in a jar on the base that Papatine will eventually be found in at the rise of Skywalker. And in all the little jars and cloning things he's got surrounding him, one of the jars has Luke's hand, which means that they're implying that Luke's hand combined with eventually uh, Grogu's blood is what they use to make Snoke. And that's the big reveal is that Snoke it appears to be a byproduct of Luke's hand and Grogu's blood. And it's canon. It is party, it is officially part of the Star Wars mythology. Oh, it's absolutely canon. Yeah, there's so, no dispute there. So now because the, even Mandalorian, they kind of... I mean, it wasn't super clear, but everyone assumed there was uh, Snoke in those... In, those tanks that they found in like episode yeah, 5, I think it was. Exactly, too, yeah. yeah. They didn't come out and say it, but that's what everyone believes, and that's what it looked like. Right. I assume that's true, but, you know... Who knows? But yes. So how do so you feel about it? Now, now, you being a primarily a movie fan and now a streaming service fan, how do you feel about this part of uh, of the Star Wars myth, uh, mythology being introduced, A, in a comic book, 
and B, this is the official, everyone's agreed, this is now what happened. It should have been, I would have been introduced to this in the film. I kind of would have made sense and maybe they could have used that to explain. It still would have been terrible as far as, you know, Emperor Palpatine's return and all that. I get it. But at least they could have maybe with the hand and whatever technology and used that to recreate him and all that with Snoke, anything like that. that okay. I would have been fine with it. I don't mind like the fan. I mean, the hand in space is kind of silly when you think about it. Right. But... It's Star Wars, so fine. Like, when I first read that about the, the potential opening last year, I'm like, okay, that sounds kind of cool. I mean, like bringing it back and, you know, putting used to it. So, it's fine. I just think is no one's really going to know about it. Like, the you know, the, I think the majority of casual fans are probably never going to hear this, right, in terms of them. Oh, the hand, that's still around? Oh, cool. I, I The you know, hardcore geeks, hardcore Star Wars fans will, obviously, because that's just what we do. Um, so, I, I, I think it deserves more love, man. Like, I like the idea of the hand. I don't mind it. I mean, it's silly, but it, it works, I guess. I would have liked it more you know? if, if, it, if when you saw uh, The Rise of Skywalker, if when you saw Papatine on the machine, it was, because one hand was all mutilated, which is like the one he got burnt from the from the from the laser lightning shot right. out for Jedi. But what if the other hand was Luke's hand? Like you saw it was like stitched together or like it had like cybernetic like clippings to keep to make it work. I would have liked that. Just so you can see like one hand was destroyed because that's where he shot the lightning out of and the other hand was clearly not his. And so visually people go, why did that one hand look different? And then when you saw where it connected, you could have gone, is that Luke's hand? And then they would have done this in the comic book, reconfirming that's how Part, whatever blood was in Luke's hand and whatever the genetics was at the time was already attached, almost like Frankensteining him, which kind of leads to a, a classic movie monster visual trope. But right. you would have had that, and then that's what made like helped him stay alive was like absorbing whatever was alive in Luke's hand and uh, to his body as well because he needed it. I, I would have liked a little bit of that, like almost like a you start from here, you know, instead of like. We're going to start from Empire. If they started from, like, when you saw a Papatian or Rise of Skywalker and his hand was attached, that's what I would have liked. I would like to see that because I think that would have been a little bit more fun, a little bit more of a cue. Because, I, like you said, people like you, you don't read comics. So, you know, for you, you want to see this kind of stuff in the movies. Or at least in the TV series. Right, because it's, it's, it's a big thing, right? And, it's you know, a big, Luke, big thing. Anybody who's a Star Wars fan, casual or not, they know about Luke's hand, right. Empire. I mean, it's just it's part of Lexicon and Star Wars. Star Wars, you just know it. For him to kind of give it, uh, not the greatest exposure. Yeah. But doing in the comics, it, it kind of said the service to it, I think. Because yeah. I think it'd be cool. It's, like I said, not a bad idea. It's silly, but at least it would have gone far as explaining how Snow came to be. Right. And, and they're going that route, right? That they're taking, you know, uh, Grogu's blood for this very reason. I mean, that's the assumption, right? That it's because of cloning and yada, yada, yada. It would have been cool to kind of, when you watch Mandalorian, oh, on the hand, and kind of put two and two together sure. along with that. So, I mean... They can still do that. And maybe that's where they introduce that to the masses would be in Mandalorian, for example. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, and Especially then show it's us that. It's only five years after Jedi. Exactly. So. so it would make sense. They found the hand. They're using that along in conjunction with the blood and Grogu's blood and, the, you know, whatever. Fine. We're setting up Snoke or whomever the clones or whatever the hell they're trying to do. Okay. I'm fine with that. How that great would, would it have been if they did, if they actually showed Luke's hand? in season two of Mandalorian. So not only is your connection with Luke showing up at the end of the season, so now it's like, oh, this is technically the second time we've seen Luke <laughs> in the series, but what if when they had Luke's hand floating in a jar, Grogu would have put his hand on the jar and attracted the hand like he attracted the eggs from that lizard lady? And like, ah, oh, I'm gonna eat this too. This is gonna go in my mouth. I'm gonna eat this hand. Like I would have, I think that would have been a little bit more fun, but they put in the comics, uh, listen, I, the one tricky thing about Star Wars as a media 
is like you never know where the next bit of canon is going to come in. Sometimes it's in a movie, sometimes in a TV series, sometimes it's in a video game, and sometimes it's in the comic book. But all of it counts. Which, sure. do you feel like it puts a little bit of an undue burden on a Star Wars fan uh, to to have to be able to be on top of every type of media instead of like just one or two? Or do you think that's a positive thing where you got to be on top of everything, but you can get to it when you get to it kind of thing? It, I mean, I think it's better in the visual media. It's because that's what I think the majority of the eyes and the Star Wars fan is kind of just looking at, right? They're, they're looking at the movies and the TV show, particularly now Mandalorian, to put it obscurely in the comic books. Okay, it's not again. You're not gonna get the eyes on it like it should, and the traction. You put it in Mandalorian, all of a sudden it's like everybody's talking about it, right? That that right. show is a water cooler show. It's like, oh, the hand, that's awesome. I think that's how you introduce it. To be honest with you, in a comic book, it just who really knows about this, right? We talk about it, yeah, right. We'll bring it up, but again, the majority will not know, will never have known this ever happened in a comic book. They just won't unless it's introduced in Mandalorian or uh, the next trilogy or whatever they want to do. I'll have to Mandalorian because at this point, new trilogy will probably goes a different direction. But I think that that I think it's better this. Way. I really wish they would have done it this way. I, I think it's better served. I think it would have been better served on as, as a comic book fan. I think uh, for fans of Star Wars, I think it would have been better served in a TV series, Mandalorian, maybe the Obi Wan series. Sure, uh, you know, or, or definitely in one of the movies. I feel as a comic book, you kind of you're, you're kind of like. Because the numbers are so small in comic books compared to everything else, I think it's kind of a little bit harder. I, I here's the thing: if you're if you're gonna do Star Wars reveals, I say this: major characters gotta be movies and TV. It's a streaming service at this point, but supplemental information i guess you could do in comic books because it just kind of pads out the walls exactly sense. if you want to like get dig deeper into the lore of whatever is being introduced that's what the comics and even books are for exactly because right. thrawn yeah, was, a com- was a was a book character before a comic book character. exactly yeah exactly so yeah. You, you could do that but at the same time you also had like uh bubba fett was a cartoon on the on the christmas special so you know, you really gotta pick and choose where you're showcasing your characters, guys. It, it makes it very hard tonight for the for the regular person to even be into it because like I go, I gotta go look at what for how long. I don't know about that. That's a, sounds very very hard. But but like that's I, I'm I'm glad that they, you know for anyone who's been claiming for where's Luke's hand after seeing his lightsaber in the Force Awakens, they officially have given you that information. Uh, now you know is it gonna be uh, continually important? Are they gonna great more? St- things from this story i don't know uh but if you ever right wondered, so that's unclear yeah if you ever wonder where it is now you know everyone knows where it is we're sort of agreed on it and now we got to just figure out what they're going to do with it but i'm hoping that uh you know just like everyone's saying let's do star wars outside of the shadow of the skywalker legacy um maybe this is time now that we've 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 located everything Maybe it's time now we move on to something a little bit more interesting because you know honestly I feel like the 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 future of the franchise is now on the Grogu and the Mandalorian side of things. Like, are they going to be Jedi's? Absolutely, but it's going to be more Ahsoka Tana, Grogu, uh, Ezra Bridgers. I want to see that kind of Jedi where it's like not connected to Skywalkers but within the world of the the dark and the light. And I want to see Mandalorians, which is very uh western uh westeros characters you know like uh like space cowboys in a game of thrones world like give me that so i to me i feel like that's where the future of star wars right now and then you know give this effort a couple of years until we're satiated with that and then move on to the next version of it which is so much we've talked about this before but now i think we should we should kindly uh, uh, uh curtsy and say thank you skywalkers for everything you've done now let's go on something else 
Exactly. I mean, Vader's great, but I feel like Vader kind of transcends the Skywalkerness because he's not a Skywalker anymore. He is Darth Vader. So he could do a little bit more, like, telling stories of his past. But moving forward, I think you got to go outside the Skywalker uh, legacy at this point. And let's not forget, Vader was once played by the legendary Hayden Christensen. You know, I know, legendary. Know top five. You know, yeah. Top five, guys. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. Like, we're, we're, we're going to say James Earl Jones, the voice that made him Vader. No, we're going to talk about the guy who was in two movies with Vader, and everyone thought... Uh, this is wooden. This is uh, his complaint about saying sounds like a child. It's uh, oh, that's not how you get in a girl's pants. That's how a girl decides you're in the friend zone. <laughs> so if you're gonna put him on legend status, let him do something legendary. And like I said, I'm only judging him based on his body of current work. Maybe the Obi Wan right. series changes everything. I'm like, uh, maybe at the end of the Obi Wan series, we're gonna be like, you know what? That guy called it. Hayden Christensen legend but it's gotta be yeah yeah Listen, it's six episodes so you're gonna have to knock it out of the fucking park he, he has to be in all six episodes yeah and, and be awesome in all six for it even to be considered and to be there more than obi-wan right. <laughs> to be considered not even i'm saying he's and this to consider like, in the conversations like, oh what about him eh, no because you know yeah Listen, look, look. I, I, I always kind of defer to this kind of the moment. Do you remember the movie with uh, with uh, Denzel Washington and uh, John Lithgow? Uh, I think it was called Ricochet. Ricochet, yes. Ricochet, okay. That is right. Right. John Lithgow's not in that movie for very long, but the scenes that he's in, he owns it, and he's a constant looming shadow on 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 a, on a, a Denzel Washington's character. From beginning to resolution event, right? Yeah. May, if Christian Hadison can pull off a Lithgow in Ricochet in six episodes, you, you, you can get close to legend. I Because uh, underappreciated John Lithgow in Ricochet is a monster. If no, you, no he's, and he's great. He's, 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 I mean, Lithgow's fantastic. First of all, great, uh, Lithgow, it, uh, a, a little, uh, this is a little deep cut on Lithgow. Lithgow actually did the audio radio presentation of all three original star wars movies as really? a radio show so he did new hope empire and return of the jedi where he did all the voices wow okay it, and it is it, and it he it's spectacular he's he just narrates it like a like a, like a boss it's it's great so i bring this guy up for a specific reason i was an amazing actor but he also has a, a deep audio connection to star wars that a lot of people don't know about but his performance of ricochet is totally underappreciated and more people should talk about it but if christian could pull off the lookout and ricochet I feel like you you've barely scraped the possibility of being in legends, but at least I won't hate it as much. But we'll we'll, we'll get back to this after the end of Obi Wan. But that's it. Exactly. We'll so, have to circle back. That's exactly. for sure. And guys, this basically has been the circle back episode of Nerd Explaining. So many stories that we have to come back because we got new information. So many stories that we have new information on from our original version. We have to talk about again. And we we wanted to present it to you this way. And and, and thank you so much for, for paying attention. Jose, uh, this is the end of the episode. How do you tell the nice people how to follow you and pay attention to your, to your musings and whatnot? You can catch me on my other podcast, The Real Mon Mentors Podcast, talk movies, TV, focusing primarily on TV, streaming services, etc. etc. Guys, my name is Eric Silva. You can check me out at ericdasilva.com. It's also where you can see a lot of our episodes on top of like Spotify and Amazon. I'm Spotify and, 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 uh, and, and Pandora 
and Apple, and of course, so many other places, Google, where you get your podcasts. Uh, if you want to follow us, you can check us out on Twitter at nerdsplaining underscore. Uh, if you want to check us out on uh, Instagram, it's nerdsplainingpod. Uh, we, our episodes come out every week. We try to release on Tuesdays or Wednesdays, but sometimes we, uh, life gets a little crazy. We release a little later, but we always cover the best in nerdy news and TV shows and video games and m- movies, of course, and whatever's out there. So if you have any questions, please hit us up. Ask us about something. We'll talk about it on, on, on the next episode. And, uh, you know, guys, as always, this has been this week's Nurse Planning. And if you don't know, now you know. Peace. Laters.